Psalm 23, King David calls God his shepherd. One aspect of a shepherd is that he has authority. If a shepherd says to go here, the sheep must follow. But it's a good authority. It's not the Lord is my tyrant. Now, in our day, there is a strong suspicion and aversion towards authority. And I know there's some reasons why people have that kind of a disposition. But we do have to be careful to not take the modern day approach and say all authority is bad. If there is good authority under which we would flourish and receive protection, then we shouldn't instantly dismiss it. And here the Bible says is that God is that source of good authority. A shepherd is not just an authority figure, but he's there for the best interests of the sheep. Concretely, this means that there will be times when we will have to show, he will have to show us what is good, even though we don't see it as a good thing. Sticking with the shepherd sheep metaphor, sheep are known to being unaware and even mistaken about what's good for them. When they're thirsty, they'll just drink any water, including water that has bacteria, parasites, and other harmful things. And when the shepherd intervenes, the sheep may think that the shepherd is withholding what it really needs. But after the shepherd leads the sheep to still waters, the sheep drinks in the clean water and is then able to understand. But the sheep won't comprehend any of this in the beginning and needs to let the shepherd lead. Just as a shepherd's authority is good for the sheep, God's authority is good for our lives. I look at my life and I am pleasantly surprised by how well it has turned out for me. I have many of you in my life, uh, for starters. I know I am loved by God, even though I have a lot of self-awareness of my faults and sins. This is a big contrast to where my life was heading. I would have cut a lot of people off only to see too late in life that I am alone without any solutions. I'd have been self-deluded and therefore defensive to any feedback, which would have pushed away the few people I would have in my life. And I'd be perpetually insecure about not measuring up, which would have led to not having peace. The kind of life I'm able to enjoy right now is the fruit of me submitting to my shepherd's authority, trusting him when I was younger that this shiny thing that seems so appealing is actually not a good thing, that it's a parasite infested puddle I shouldn't drink from. God has led me to still waters and bless my life, and I want to encourage all of us to do the same, to submit to God's authority, because as King David declares when we do, surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. I also wanted to pause and consider King David's declaration in verse 1 that I shall not want. I thought about this picture of contentment, how just like a sheep is content because his shepherd provides for him all his needs, we are to be content in God's leading of our lives. 1 Timothy 6.6 states, But godliness with contentment is great gain. Often this kind of godly contentment eludes us because rather than following Jesus' shepherding and guiding in our lives, we want to take control and grasp for our desires and be our own guides. We want to follow God as our shepherd and experience the benefits of his leading, but also hold on to our desires and other wants, leading to a very conflicted heart. We cannot say, I shall not want, but rather we find our hearts conflicted, torn, greedy, covetous, anxious, and discontent. When we try to follow God while also holding on to our worldly desires, we will experience feeling torn and conflicted rather than contentment. So what is the way we can experience this verse that the psalm starts with and declare also, I shall not want? It's really surrender. It's trusting Jesus and his leading in our lives. It's when we let go of our own agendas and desires and grasping for our time, money, and allow Jesus to shepherd our lives. That's what we need to do daily, to surrender our autonomy and trusting our own judgments and idols to God and obeying his guidance. Lastly, I was struck by verse 6 this time around that I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the reward we will receive one day in heaven, that we will be with our heavenly Father for eternity in his house, and we will 
be home with him. Growing up, I loved Christmas because the pictures of a cozy living room with a toasty fireplace, warm glow, and family sitting around with joy evoked such a sense of longing. But I always felt disappointed when Christmas came around because though I was surrounded by family and good food and there were presents, it never fulfilled that deep longing in my heart. That longing, of course, is our longing for heaven, this eternal home that we shall dwell forever with our Heavenly Father. And here in this psalm is this promise that one day when we follow Jesus as the shepherd of our lives, we will live eternally with him in heaven, our home. This promise of home with our Heavenly Father is what we can look forward to and what God calls us to live for, not the temporary pleasures and immediate gratification of our desires. So let's trust God and look forward to our home with Him and follow His leading in our lives. Thank you.